This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Hey, we got a brand new second date update here coming up in less than five minutes with Jeff and Jen on Cincinnati's Q102. Sunny skies, low humidity, and a high of 80 today. Right now it's 59 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. Nine News consumer reporter John Matteris checks in with us live in the studio every Monday morning so you don't waste your money. Hey, John. Good morning, Jeff and Jen and Fritch and Tim. And I tell you, I haven't done a story in a while that had this much attention and got shared so much on Facebook and everywhere else was my comparison of the Yeti Cup. The Yeti Tumbler. Would you explain to me exactly what's so wonderful about this tumbler? Yeah, some people, some people have been asking me, what is the Yeti Tumbler? What it is, is if you walk into any sporting goods store, we're talking about Dick's Sporting Goods. You walk right in there. There's a huge display in the front. Also, Cabela's has them, a lot of outdoorsy shops. We were just at Field and Stream yesterday. You walk in to the there left. They are. It's like an yeah. entire wall full of it. Yeah. A oh, wall of Yeti. It All is. your outdoorsy shops have them. And what is this? It's a big stainless steel travel cup, basically. But unlike so many others, it says it will keep your ice cold drink cold or your hot drink hot for over 12 hours. Really? And, and it Whoa. does work. It, it's like 24 hours. I mean, I mean, a day and a half later, you'll still find ice in your cup. Wow. That's awesome. That it is, is crazy. It is that awesome. Now, here's the downside. $39, baby. Holy $39.99. $39. So what happened is Walmart recently started selling a knockoff. And I mean such a knockoff, it looks identical. Mm-hmm. The caps are interchangeable, which has led some people to think it's the same cup from the same factory in China, just with two mm-hmm. different names. Nobody's confirming that. But, I mean, you can interchange the lids. That's how close they are. And this uh, their cup is called Ozark. Nine dollars. Nine dollars. So we did a comparison and I uh, set them up and did it for two and a half days over a weekend, checking back every six hours. And and you can see the story on Facebook or on WCPO.com. You can see my whole my whole test. And I was stunned because after 36 hours, identical. What? Identical. The nine dollar Walmart cup did just as well no really? as way. the $40. Really? Okay, yes. wow. Same size. Same size. Same temperature to start yep. with. Same everything. Same amount of ice. Uh, measured the ice carefully. Packed them with ice, with crushed ice. And, and it was stunning that, you know, every every six hours or so, I'd pour out the water and see how much came out. The exact amount of water came out. So, you know, after six hours, each cup lost Three and a half ounces, say, oh my water. Gosh. And I had a measuring cup, and, and it was identical. And they still had the same amount of ice after 24 hours. Identical. 
Wow. $9. And now wow. here's the problem. Since I did the report, all the Walmarts in Cincinnati are like, oh, oh, oh we're really? going to get those in oh, for a couple Thanks weeks. a lot, Matt Arisa. I know. Sold out. There, might be a, there might be some guy told me he bought four of them. Well, that's why they sold out. So, four so, for the price of one. Yeah, exactly. So what is the what is the name of the Walmart the Tumblr Walmart's again? The the Ozark Trail Cup. And the if Ozark you can find Trail it, Cup. Check around, get online. If you can find it, nine bucks, is, it's the best $9 you'll ever spend because about, that thing lasts forever. And how many ounces do they look like? About thirty ounces, this is a or big thirty ounces. There's a smaller twenty ounce yeah. version as well. So. But I think a lot of people will still buy Yeti because of the name. They buy it because brand. of the name. They buy it because of the name. Jeff, is that a horse on your shirt? Yes, it is. That is, that is a, that is a <laughs> yeah, horse think about it. on your shirt. Yes. And chances are you overpaid on that shirt by 20 bucks because if you bought the Target version with a little circle on it, it would be 20 Would it bucks be the cheaper. exact same cut? Probably not. The exact <laughs> yeah. same fabric quality? See, that's the thing. Is you start, don't, don't start on the clothes thing, John, or shoes. <laughs> uh, I mean, Tim's got... <laughs> this is, this is from Old Navy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. He's got the $9 shirt. I always spent $3, yeah. $3 on work shirts. So, yeah, Look, if <laughs> You say it's as good. If you say it's the exact same quality and does the same job, I'll buy the Walmart version. Yeah. The Nine bucks appears to be. So a lot check. of people like the Yeti, too, because country music singers always yes, sing about it. Sing about like the, the Yeti. Yeti cooler, right. the Yeti yeah. tumbler. It's in yeah. the song, so it became yeah. popular. And you got the Yeti cooler, you said. Right? I don't have it. My boyfriend got it ah. as a gift from someone. A lot of country people sing about Walmart, too, though. Awesome. <laughs> but I'm yeah. going to stick with my Ralph Lauren. Unless I can find a cut that's more slimming than Ralph Lauren. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Thank you, John. Hey. <laughs> Abercrombie. Right. Yeah, there you go. There you go, Jeff. Abercrombie. I'll slim you right down. Yeah, yeah. yeah dressed like the beebs. Uh-huh. Hey, later today on 9 on Your Side, if you bought bed sheets at Target, you might be getting your money back. I'll explain why so you don't waste your money. All right. Thank you, John. Going to date? You get blown off? Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I would think you'd want to know why, wouldn't you? Yeah. Or are you just so secure that you don't care? Well, you know, it's not me. It's him. I'm sure that's true. <laughs> but uh, in the event you want to know what the problem is, you call Second Date Update. Find out what really happened. Lisa, welcome to the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. Hey, thanks for having me. And you went on a date with this guy, Nick. Is that right? Nick, yeah. You want to tell us how the two you met first? Oh, sure. I met him online. All right. Um, I yeah, I've been talking to a lot of men lately, really trying to put myself out there. Uh, that's something new. Uh, I've been single for a couple of years, so I feel like I'm ready for a relationship, and the only way to do that is to put myself out there. Right. You're a brave, brave girl. Thank you. You're it's a great philosophy to have. Jeff used to tell me that when I was single all the time. Just that's keep right. putting yourself out there. And it took me about ten years, but I found one. So I was right. Hey, you were right. <laughs> 
Yeah. Eventually, <laughs> at some point, if you ask enough people, Jeff is right. Somebody's going to say, yes, they want hell. <laughs> a lot of people on this planet. Yeah. Somebody's bound to say yes. Something like, what, six billion or something? All right. So you were done being single. You decided to put yourself out there, and you met Nick online. Yeah. And? I thought he was really interesting. He likes outdoorsy stuff. He's a little quirky, which I am too. His taste seemed eclectic, and I liked that. So I reached out and we started talking. So we decided to meet up at Moreline for lunch. Nice. And I thought everything went really well. He was friendly. We talked a lot about a lot of different things. Um, he's smart and quick-witted, and I enjoyed his company. Um yeah, we were there for a little over an hour. He gave me a hug at the end. We parted ways. I thought I'd hear from him, and then I haven't. And I've heard nothing, and I sent him a couple messages. So, hmm. Yeah, Moreline's got a great menu. I love how you go right for the food, though. Not like what happened on the date. The food was <laughs> so awesome. So what did you eat? Did you have a drink? <laughs> great cocktails there, Hey, they too. actually have good charcuterie there, Jeff. They do. <laughs> what do you know? Yeah, it was a great date spot. I don't know what went wrong. And the conversation, everything seemed good. How When you parted ways, did you get a hug, a high five, a kiss on the cheek? Uh, yeah, I got a hug, which was a little disappointing. But also, I don't do this all that much. So, you know, I don't know if, I don't know if that's, that or just... nah, it's just a one hour lunch date so kind of yeah. the, the lunch dates take the pressure off the whole kiss and crap oh yeah you know mm. totally yeah. yeah then let's do this we'll take a break when we come back we will call nick and see what he thought of lisa and his lunch date at more line with her next with jeff and jen on q102 Lisa's been happily single for the past couple of years, but she was ready for a relationship and finally decided to put herself out there. That's where she went online and met Nick. They decided to get together, keep it pressure-free, meet up for lunch at Moreline. What's cool about Nick is he has a lot of the same eclectic interests, and the conversation felt pretty free and easy. But since then, she's left him a couple of messages and tried to contact him, but he's just not taking the bait. So... Lisa's left wondering, what about that lunch date did she misunderstand? Granted, she's a little new at this, a little rusty, but still, it was a one-hour lunch date. What could possibly go wrong? We missing any details there that you could think of? Nope, that's it. That's everything. Okay. So we're going to call Nick. Try to get his perspective. See what he's feeling about Lisa. Hi, can I speak to Nick, please? This is Nick. Hey, Nick, it's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you? On Q102, the radio show? Yes, sir. Yep, that's hi, us. Uh, Fritch and Tim are both here, too. Morning. Hi, Nick. Uh, wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, we get that a lot. Yeah. yeah. We Did we wake you up? Uh, no, uh, no, not really. Okay. Okay. Um. <laughs> I don't uh, listen to you guys as much as I probably would like to, but... Uh, That's okay. We're not going to have a quiz or anything. You don't need to know anything about the show. <laughs> not just, yet, anyway. Here's the deal. We, we, we do a feature on our show called Second Date Update, where if you go on a date with someone and, and you think it's going really well, but then you end up getting blown off and you're kind of wondering why and that person won't get back to you, then, then we make a call <laughs> on their behalf. And... So it's your lucky day. Yeah, I have a feeling I know who this is about, though. Who do you think it's about? Lisa? Yeah. <laughs> yep. It is Lisa. Said you guys had a great lunch date at Moreline. What happened? 
Did, did um, she get that wrong? No, I mean, it was fine. She just came across as a bit condescending and judgmental. Condescending and judgmental how? She was asking about my hobbies, you know, and I told her that I was, like, really into Pokemon Go right now. <laughs> and it's, I mean, like, if you have played it, like, it's a really, really fun game. I played it a little just for fun when it first came out, but I kind of got bored with it fairly quickly. He loses interest in a lot of things really quickly. Hey, I've been with you for 20 something exactly. years. Exactly. So. And it's been rough. He lost interest two decades ago. That's not true. Hey, he's still hanging out, though, Jen. But that's cool, though. So you get a lot of enjoyment out of that, right? Yeah, I really, really like it. But when I told her about it, she just totally rolled her eyes at me. Like completely all the way around. I hate people who do that. And that's just not something that, that I'm, I'm okay with. And then she like went on this little rant about how stupid the whole game was. And then she's talking about how video games are the cause of the death of empathy or whatever because kids no longer know how to interact with people. They have their face buried in their phones and their video games. And, you know, all the nonsense that, you know, is totally not true. And it was just like... It was really dramatic, and it, I just felt really marginalized, and I don't know. It was just, it wasn't a good feeling. She said the video games were, were the death of what? Empathy. Because you can't learn empathy if you're not interacting directly with people. Right. Is that, I, I'm guessing, is the point that she was trying to make. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or at least her opinion. So it doesn't sound like a match based on what you're saying. Lisa, you still there? Oh, yeah, I'm here. I'm kind of surprised that you'd want to see this guy again, then, if he's into something you're clearly not into. Yeah. I thought it was a conversation we were having. I didn't realize he was the sensitive type when I brought it up. You know, I, <laughs> it, it wasn't so much, it's not so much the issue. Like, I guess that people play video games. I like people to have a conversation with me when we're sitting at a table. Um, but I thought he was a guy who was capable of having an intellectual conversation about the issue. But apparently I misread him and I was wrong. So, yeah, I hope you find your Pikachu, Nick. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I mean, I mean, it is a, a major interest for the guy. So I don't know how he's supposed to have that conversation without feeling a little attacked. Mm-hmm. I don't know how something could be a major interest after you've known about it for two weeks. I don't think that counts as a lifetime hobby or major interest. Uh, well, you'd have to ask the six billion people or so. That well, are yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he's been involved since that initially came on. Like it was a cartoon and. A game first with you the know? cards, and then it became a oh, video game. Maybe when he was a child, his first crush was one on one of these little oh, Misty. things. It could have been the girl. He could have had a thing for Misty. Fine. If Nick admits that as of last year, he was still talking about how much he loves Pokemon, and he regularly watches the show to this day, I will accept that it is a hobby and a real interest. <laughs> wow. Why do I have to prove anything? I don't have to prove anything to you. I just like this thing. I don't know why you're going all over it. This is the whole reason why I didn't tell you back. <laughs> I've never heard that expression before. <laughs> Pretty good. I like it too. <laughs> Stuff. I don't know, Lisa. I mean, I kind of get what you're saying because, you know, I, I mean, it, I don't know. I'm not the person to talk. I hate everything, so I should. <laughs> but, he c***s all over everything, too. <laughs> and we've done it. <laughs> but, 
obviously this is something really important to the guy, you know? Yeah. yeah. Wow. I guess I just don't look at a man playing Pokemon Go and think, you know, this could be the future father of my child. But you did want to see him again, yeah, so that, it must not have, I mean, you called us. That's very confusing to me. Yeah, now I, now I don't. <laughs> All right. Well, Ouch. we got our answer. Yep, we did. And Nick, thank you for explaining this to us, what the, what the issue was. And Lisa, if we can ever help you out again in the future, please don't hesitate to give us a call. <laughs> give us a holla. Thanks. You All bet. Right, you take care. Thank you both. Thank you. All right. All right. Bye-bye. That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So. You want us to do a second date update call for you? Yes. We can do that if you've been out on a first date and haven't heard back. 513-749-2320 or email us, Jeff and Jen, at WKRQ.com. After 16 glorious Olympic days, I now have to perform my last official duty here in Rio de Janeiro. I declare... The games of the 31st Olympiad closed. (laughs) In accordance with tradition, I call upon the youth of the world to assemble four years from now in Tokyo, Japan, to celebrate with us the games of the 32nd Olympiad. Bye-bye, Rio. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Rio. Bye-bye, Rio. (laughs) (laughs) The IOC president got the giggles. Yeah. That German sense of humor got him. That'll get you every time, yeah. (laughs) But uh, what a great closing ceremony. Just a real, real carnival. Most people are saying it was a lot better than the opening ceremony. Now it's handing over the flag to Tokyo 2020. I don't know if you saw the Japanese prime minister. Dressed Mm-mm. as Super Mario from Nintendo. Oh Was he really? Yeah. That's kind of perfect, huh? So you know what to expect now from Tokyo, don't we? <laughs> those robots are going to be officials. Gone is that human element from those games. Will God. they add video games to the Olympic Games? <laughs> they should. No kidding. Here's my policy on what sports they should or should not have. If I can't do it, go for it. <laughs> Put it in. So the countdown begins, what, 1,432 games to days to go to Tokyo 2020. I think it's just going to come too soon for Boomer Phelps. Wow. Oh, I think wow. you're right. <laughs> well, you figure he'll, he'll be, what, 16 probably? It is 16 or 17 at his first one. <laughs> yeah, so he's mm-hmm. got a way to go, still yep. boomer. But at least, hopefully, he's in the pool already, training up for. Oh, I maybe. bet that kid knows how to float. <laughs> I watch babies take lessons. It's the cutest thing in the world. They roll over and float. And it's just interesting what Thomas Bach said during his speech. He didn't call them the best games ever, which is normally the big anticipation. Mm-hmm. He said these were marvelous games in a marvelous city. He said these, Olympics, these Olympic Games are leaving a unique legacy for generations to come. History will talk about Rio de Janeiro before and a much better Rio de Janeiro after the Games. That's cool. Nice. Yeah. So there we go. I mean, I did think that Rio, you know, for all the problems they had and all the abuse they took, I thought they pulled it off better than expected. 
I definitely agree. I think they did as best as they possibly could. I mean, just to throw a, a final spanner in the works, it poured with rain during the closing ceremony, and they were working off temporary generators. And people mm-hmm. in the suburbs nearby weren't able to watch the closing ceremony. Oh, wow. wow. So Did you see the shoes that the Britain, Great Britain had on? Those were, those were bling bling. I love them. So what they were, they were red, white, and blue bottoms that lit up because the Rio Stadium was really dark. And when they would walk, they were like the kids that choose what that. Uh, the shoes that kids wear mm-hmm. that like flash and stuff. They were awesome. Very cool. I wish they did make those for Me too. adults. I wish we could find them at Kohl's or something. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be nice. Yeah. There's more bling bling than Tyson Gay was wearing. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> Team USA finished top of the medals table. Another incredible performance. 121 medals. That was 18 more than they got in London. Wow. Uh, 33 in the swimming got them off to a great start. And then I think the real talking point will be the 32 track and field medals that they got because they got a lot of medals in distance racing which they haven't got in past olympic games so i think behind the scenes things are really happening with the u.s amateur sport and it's going in a really good direction i think that's great final highlights on the last day men's basketball won their third straight gold they beat serbia 96 66 in uh, the gold medal game kevin durant getting a game high 30 points standing ovation from this crowd the United States well represented here in Rio, and that will do it. The United States has won the gold. The U.S. defeating Serbia 96-66. i tell you what, I don't care what the venue is. I can't imagine basketball without Marv Albert's voice. <laughs> he adds so much to it. The flavor that he adds is quite incredible. He just makes it. What mm. did he do? Bite a prostitute? <laughs> uh, it was, yeah, but he was like dressed up like a hooker or something. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, he was wearing something. Yeah. What? And he bit, uh, yeah. Right. You don't remember that? No. Oh, yeah. It was a oh, yeah. big scandal. And he was out for, I mean, they fired him over it, didn't they? And he was out of. How long ago was that? We were a lot less tolerant and ex- accepting of being with a prostitute while dressed up in women's lingerie. Yeah. I mean, he wouldn't have gotten in anywhere near as much trouble today. We weren't as open-minded back then. Yeah, that's you know? right. But no, I mean, look at this guy. Not only has he made a comeback, he's doing the Olympics. Uh-huh. Got something in common with Mike Tyson, at least, then. Old Marv. <laughs> yeah, something. Some of the other big highlights. Clarissa Shields, great story. First USA boxer to win back-to-back gold medals. The U.S. men's volleyball team came back again. They were two sets to down, down against Russia in that bronze medal game. They came back to win it. Galen Rupp winning bronze in the men's marathon. And Carl Snyder, just 20 years of age, the youngest wrestler from the USA to win a gold medal. Nice. Right. Swim Shady. Swim Shady, Ryan Lochte's uh, affectionately known as Swim Shady. Just the interesting parts I was looking at yesterday, you guys talked about it a bit earlier, and uh, the USA Today was reporting that they did some investigations at the gas station. They didn't find the bathroom door that was broken. They didn't find the toilet dispenser that was broken. And what does that imply? I mean, is the point USA Today is saying that this was manufactured evidence or that it didn't really happen? I think they what they're trying to say is that the police report went to one extreme. What the swimmers are saying is the other extreme. Right, so, and some, so the truth is somewhere there in the middle. And will we ever get it? Who knows? But the United States Olympic Committee are having further investigations. In fact, they're sitting now with an inquiry into the whole affair, and they do say there will be further consequences. Hmm.
All right. And what is the big graham cracker now that the games are over? My graham cracker for the games, Michael Phelps, standout story, no question, coming out of retirement and winning all those medals. But for me, never been a massive gymnastics fan. Well, I certainly am now, and I think the world yeah. are. If you weren't before, you certainly are now. What Simone Biles and Ali Raisman have done at these Olympic Games has uh, really just turned heads and made gymnastics. This young generation of new gymnasts has been the most incredible story, I think, Agreed. of these Olympic Games. Yeah, they're pretty awesome, those It's girls. hard not to just be like, I just love them, because they're so adorable. They're always so happy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There, there's some bikini pictures of three of them frolicking on the beach. Whoa, the, those abs and eating popcorn it's like oh my god and hanging out with Zac Efron what a life they have yeah and it, so it was a fitting finale Simone Biles carrying the flag during the closing ceremony for the USA it was way mm-hmm. bigger than she was I don't know how she held that thing up the whole time must be those muscles look at her abs yeah <laughs> And away from the games, Western and Southern Open has come and gone already. Um, really great tournament despite all the rain. I think the officials had their hands full this year. You know, with the parking being around the golf course, there were mm-hmm. tow trucks working overtime throughout right. the tournament. Mm-hmm. It was tough. But some great tennis again. Karolina Pliskova is the women's champion. She beat Angelique Kerber in the final in straight sets. And Marin Cilic upset Andy Murray, the Olympic gold medalist, in straight sets to win the men's title. So it's been a busy few weeks in sport and a yeah. lot of fun. A lot of fun. Thank All you, right. Graham. Thank you, Graham. That's Thank what's happening behind the games. 828, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. What to do with those hands during a job interview and what not to do when test driving a Mercedes. It's Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Cincinnati's Q102. Jeff and Jen, it's 835. Beautiful day. Sunshine. Blue skies with those picture-perfect white puffy clouds. Low so humidity. Nice. And a high of 80. Yeah, yesterday was beautiful, too. I'm liking this high of 80 instead of 90. Anybody shut the air off, open the windows last night? No. Uh, yesterday, during the day. Mm-hmm. Too much ragweed. You can't be letting that in. Yeah, no <laughs> weed in my house, man. I just can't. Makes my eyes water. We go straight from air conditioning to heat, I think. <laughs> yeah. I don't open the I don't yeah. open the windows very often. Yeah, right now, 58 with Jeff and Jen. So five things you should and should not do with your hands in a job interview. <laughs> I bet we'll come up with a few that we can add to the list. Yes. Or anything else where you're nervous, like a first date or something. Mm-hmm. Do not fold your arms. You look closed off. Which you've probably heard before. Yeah. And it does make you seem standoffish, so it's better to keep them on the table in front of you. You ever uh, go to the casino and wonder why maybe one of the uh, dealers is standing there with his hands open like this and nobody's sitting at his table? Uh, That's supposed to be the opposite of folding your arms. It's uh, welcoming. Everyone come. Welcome. Okay. Do not clench your fists or sit with your hands face down. Yes. Okay. Do not hide them under the table either. It makes you seem like you're hiding something. And showing your palms subconsciously makes you seem honest and sincere. Huh. There you go, Tim. There's your dealer. (laughs) Card dealer. There's your dealer. Your card dealer. Try steepling. Have you ever heard of steepling before? You do that. You do do that. That is a you. Is it steepling or it could even look like a gun. That's why Jeff does it. I know. Because it's a firearm. This is when you, (laughs) not really, it's when you put your hands together, but only the tips of your fingers touch. 
Oh, that steepling. You do both. But yes, you do. <laughs> and you like, you move. They don't just steeple. They separate and come back together. They tap, tap, tap. Right. Tap, tap. I think that's and, and how you know he's thinking. Well, it helps illustrate a point. <laughs> so the idea is to bring these components together yeah. and create a sort of synergy that allows the company to grow. Oh, my God. Yeah. No. That, but when you're, if you're sitting down and you lean over and you do the gun. Then you're serious. Yes. Politicians do it a lot because it's shown to convey confidence. So, oh, okay. And credibility, which, you know, when you don't have any, you need all the help you can get. <laughs> so that was a move you were taught in high school. I don't know where I got that move. Hmm. Just comes naturally. Yeah, is that it? <laughs> don't tap your fingers or fidget. It makes you seem impatient. And anything that makes a sound can get annoying pretty quick. Pens. Yeah, right. the clicking. Don't talk with your hands too much. It's I always a- got points off for that and at my speeches and our speech communicate because I'm a very animated talker and they would take the duck. You points. would overdo it. So then they would be like, just hold on to the podium. So here I am holding on to the podium, but my whole head White is knuckled. My whole head <laughs> is moving around. Well, it's okay when you're making a point. <laughs> but notice I'm only using one. And I'm and I'm not flailing it around like a crazy person. You're a flailer. <laughs> uh, but they say, you know, it's okay if you make an appointment, but they shouldn't be going nonstop and you shouldn't do anything too big with them. Smaller gestures look more natural. Okay. Good to know. How about that? Hey, when you're, when you're in talks for a raise or... Something like that. And then a there's job always... Interview. Yeah. There's always the rule that, you know, I've worked really hard with Jacob on. We're going to keep our hands on the outside of our pants. <laughs> I guess. Don't do that in your interview. <laughs> say that may be a good so. tip for your hands in an interview. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you want to add right. that to the list. All right. This woman better hope that the whole you break it, you buy it policy isn't true everywhere because this woman went to a Mercedes dealership in Boston, Virginia on Friday morning and took an SUV for a test drive. (laughs) (laughs) You're laughing before you even say what she did because this is great. And (laughs) she was... Why is this so funny? Have you done this before? No. Not on purpose. (laughs) And as she was pulling back into the dealership, for some reason, the car lurched forward. (laughs) So the SUV wound up flipping over on its side. Oh, my God. And banging into four other cars. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Did she hit the gas? She must have. Fortunately, no one was hurt. How do you flip a car? I mean, well, don't you have to be you going hit, really fast? If you hit it just right. Oh, yeah. I mean, if, you know, especially like if you're on an angle or it yeah. hits a curb. Yeah. If you're going at just the right speed. It doesn't take that much. And, and this is an, a big boxy SUV, so top heavy. <laughs> well, it depends on which one she was driving, but and it doesn't look like she's going to be facing any criminal charges, but I'm assuming she'll be on the hook for all the damage she caused. Oh, God, that's also, so we do because they usually don't they take your driver's license like, uh, yeah, I'd like to test drive that car. 
and insurance. Certainly, I sir. I need to see your driver's license and your insurance card. Mm-hmm. And they Xerox it off, hand you the keys, off you go. Off you Something go. Something happens while you're behind the wheel, <laughs> your insurance company handles it. So I wonder for the dealership, I mean, how big of a deal is that when somebody wrecks <laughs> five of your cars? Oh. I mean, is it like... Pretty big deal. Those? I'd say yeah. that's yeah, a pretty big yeah. deal. Like especially at a Mercedes dealership. Mm-hmm. Sure. Can you imagine being her agent, though, when you have to make that call? Wait By the way... I'm sorry. How did you do that? Right. You did what? You're not covered. Wait, explain that to me again. So (laughs) this do they have surveillance footage? I just have to see this to to believe it. Mm. A few years ago, (laughs) my mom was test driving and they've been going to the same Toyota dealership for 20 years. So everybody there knows them. Right. So they take an FJ Cruiser on a test drive. (laughs) and they're bringing it back (laughs) and my mom (laughs) is got it in reverse going back to the parking spot backing into the spot backing into it and she rams into one of those huge like lights oh no (laughs) you know like a concrete light pillar like a concrete oh Oh, no So do they go to a different Toyota well, dealership and now? And of course, well, here's the thing. They know them so well. It's just her and dad. You know, it's just the two of them. They didn't have, like, an, mm. a, anybody with them in the car. Right. Oh, so gosh. they had to walk into the <laughs> and go, um. <laughs> just wrecked the car. I guess my dad was the one that said, um. Um, Bonnie just <laughs> <laughs> poor Larry. Uh, so guess who bought a car that day? <laughs> Did they buy the FJ? They didn't buy the one they wrecked, but well, they bought another one. Oh, that would have been funny though if your dad walked in and said, "Well, I guess we'll take it." <laughs> I know, right? I guess we've they already didn't broken it in. I know. I guess they didn't want what the color, whatever it was. Did they have to claim it on the insurance? Yeah, you know? that work I, out? I, I, you know, I'm not even oh really gosh. sure. I think the, I think the dealership was just like. The if it. I was Bonnie, I would have been bawling. <laughs> oh. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I test drove a car that you would press a button to put it in park. Uh-huh. And so I pressed the button to put it in park, but you can't just press the button. You have to press it and hold it in and make sure you feel that it's made contact oh, okay. before you release the button. All right. Which is really dumb, I think. What? Because, that is dumb. You know, you ought to, if, if they say press a button, you ought to be able to just press the button, and that should be sufficient. Yeah. Right? Rather than worrying about how hard you press it and making sure you feel that, you know, that you're in right. park. And I let go of it. I went into the, the, the pylon in front of it. And luckily, it didn't cause any damage. But I'm uh-huh. like, holy crap. Like, if that was my house, if that was my garage. Right. Or if the idle was running a little higher. Or if there was somebody standing in front of your car. Oh, forget about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's dumb. Needless to say, I did not buy that car. Yeah, that's a Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.